0: and psychology podcast. I am Charlotte Skogsberg, your host for this podcast. I am enchanted to meet and to take you with me on this journey into the human psyche viewed from the holistic approach of yoga and ayurveda Interviewed from the modern man approach of clinical psychology and psychoanalysis. So, have something nice to drink next to you, maybe a cup of tea, have a seat, or go out for a nice walk in nature, maybe. Enjoy. In this episode that focuses on Ayurveda. I want to speak to you once again about your uniqueness from the Ayurvedic perspective and a little bit different maybe to what I've spoken about before. Because I want you to take under consideration that that which we all have known as our body types, so your original constitution, is not that important. We love to compartmentalize Because it makes just things easy to understand. And we tend to simplify because it just feels easier and better for our brains. Right? We make sense of things. It's logic. I've said this before. We seek patterns in our surroundings in order to understand them better. And that makes us feel safe. So it's a survival instinct kind of thing. And of course, when it comes to things like Ayurveda, people love to take quizzes to know what their dosha is, the typical what's your body type kind of thing. And today I want to speak about how that can be wrong, biased and not enough actually for you in order to find balance if you're not feeling well. If you're new to my podcast, this what I'll do right now is going to be a rather quick recap, let's say, of what. All this means with the doshas. And if you want more details of that, you could just go back to some of the first episodes where I'm going to go into details about the three doshas. Every living organism is built up of a combination of the five elements and consciousness. When consciousness brings the elements to life, they form the three doshas three, let's say, biomechanical energies and they are called vata, pitta, and kapha. Vata, in a nutshell, is responsible for life force moving in the body and therefore all the other systems moving in circulation as well. Pitta is responsible for metabolism and kapha for structure, tissue. Depending on the ratio of these three energies, We note that the dominant in a person or in a thing is what we align with. To be just very clear in an image in that, an elephant has a higher ratio of structure tissue, so kapha, than the other two doshas. And so the qualities of kapha will be the tendency... Of the bodily functions of the elephant. On the opposite side of that spectrum, let's say, a tiny bird will not really have a dominance of body tissue or even metabolism. We know the expression eating like a bird, but more so of vata, of air and space. It even lives in the air, right? We recognize this logic in humans, since we are also part of the living organisms in this world. However, we as humans tend to not align with nature, but we tend to instead resist it most of the time. And so we develop imbalances more often than not. The doshas will always move, no matter the organism. It is not necessarily the quest of being constantly balanced. But if we would allow for nature to do its thing by following the law of nature, the movement will by themselves balance out. And that is what we as humans do not do. And of course, this is exactly what we work on in my program, Nourish, Balance, Thrive to bring those imbalances back in alignment with the law of nature and understand how to then live in that logic so that we don't go into well manifestation of symptoms, for instance. I have spoken in the past about tendencies and how we can translate that word really into habits when we look at ourselves from a psychological perspective. And of course, when there is a tendency in us, since childhood, we're more inclined to lean into that tendency, which means we're more inclined to keep doing what we're doing than anything else. Once again, we like what makes sense. We seek patterns. That also means we seek what is familiar. And that's why we would tend to say that a vata-dominant person would more easily develop issues with the vata-dosha and that a pitta person would lean towards overheating because the main element in pitta is fire. And this is absolutely true. However, life, real life, is more complex. And here is where... That looks like, and this is why I speak of you in the uniqueness that you are, because it's going to be completely dependent on a whole variety of factors that is you in your life. Firstly, two people with the same dominant dosha might not have the same ratio of the doshas, which means that one might tend towards more pure tendency of one of them, whereas the other might have quite a lot of intertwined with another dosha. Another interesting fact there is that the combination, so kind of like a almost 50-50, of two doshas can mask themselves be a lookalike of a third dosha. But then when we go into humor, and when I'm saying humor, I don't mean haha, but more the mood, let's say the quality in terms of thoughts and emotions or digestion, or even the body temperature, we realize that the look-alike of the third dosha was really only on the physical plane. Secondly, our doshas actually become dominant in us in different stages of our lives, independent of your main, let's say, tendency. So even if you are a dominant in vata, you will still go through those three stages of life where each and one of the doshas will be dominant. Childhood, for instance, is dominated by the kapha dosha, adulthood by the pitta dosha, and the third stage of life by vata dosha. For that reason, a person's age will play in and have an important role in what might flare up as a symptom or even a tendency. Of course, saying all this, how you have lived your life, until the moment that you might consult for something, will of course determine which one of these doshas play out or flare up. Because for anyone, a vata dosha that has been out of balance for several years... Without having any kind of rectification to it, will naturally open the door to imbalances in the other two. Vata is air and space, right? So, for the sake of this example, it's the wind. And the more the wind blows, the drier the climate becomes. The drier it becomes, the more easily. It allows for fire to spread. We've seen this, of course, when at the end of summer, there will be these horrible forest um, fires in certain parts of the world where summer is very hot and dry. So that means that a kapha-dominant person who has been living a very irregular life meaning vata is actually out of balance, might present pita imbalances during the pita time of life, even though they're not a pita dominant person. So where you are in life and how you have been living until now will be more important, maybe, than what your original constitution or prakriti is. Thirdly, it has always been said that the doshas move constantly, since we move constantly. And that is even more true today. Actually, movement today has become quite polarized. On the one hand, we don't move enough, right? We sit around all day, we're still, we've got our backs hunched over computers or phones. We take the car, we order in, and so on. But at the same time, we tend to move around by living in completely different areas to where we were born. So 50 years ago, and more so 80 years ago, but still 50 years ago, people didn't move from their hometown very much. Today, obviously, that's very different. Even 10 years, 20 years ago, that was quite different. But today, it's very much almost, I would say, the opposite. It is almost more common that people move away from their hometown today. Of course, this has to do with the centralization of things and the unfortunate imbalance in many countries when it comes to just availability of work in more rural areas, for instance, as opposed to cities and towns. But even so, traveling to another country or even another continent has become almost as ordinary as taking the bus to another city for many when, some years back, we would travel max once a year. Many these days travel every month. And let's not even get started on the speed we travel at. And this is, of course, not at all aligning with nature. If we would walk where we are headed, I would even say if we would have the possibility to travel in a vehicle like a car or a bus, we would not get jet lagged because our whole organism would naturally adapt as it proceeds and progresses in the journey. The reason we experience jet lag is of course because we travel at a speed that is not at all natural. So those are just some general aspects up, how our doshas move. But due to this complex movement of the doshas all around you, the movement inside of you, inside your system, is of course more complex. And that means that your digestion, or your mind, might be different in terms of what flares up as a symptom. And of course, I would like to Attribute that once again to how you have been living up until this moment. If digestion has always been a priority for you, and so since your early 20s maybe, you've been eating healthily, you've been eating home cooked foods at regular meal times, then it has been stable for a long time, and Vata would not necessarily shake it around so easily when Vata begins to move. But if Like for many, digestion was absolutely not a concern when you were in your early 20s, let's say. And maybe more for financial reasons or even just ignorance, actually. You would be used to eating instant noodles or macaroni for dinner four times a week while you were studying, let's say. Then your digestion might be weak because Vata has been out of balance since then. What this part means, from the Ayurvedic perspective, is that by tending first and foremost to your vata dosha, you will more easily stay in a balanced state. And therefore, you will more easily help your organism to be stable. To be stable, using another word that's very important, to adapt and develop resilience Let's take the image of the oil lamp that I've taken before, I believe, where the steady and slow absorption of the oil by the mesh will maintain a strong and stable flame, so that, well, there's enough oil all along. When we move around too much, this oil lamp, the flame will begin to flicker. And absorption becomes irregular and will therefore burn out too fast. So what that means is you will need to tend to your vata dosha first. No matter, actually, which constitution you have. And this will, first and foremost, be a concern of lifestyle guidelines. Then depending on, yes, of course, a dominance of the doshas play in, but also your age, where you live, what time of the year it is, and how resilient you are, how you have been treating yourself, basically. The dietary guidelines and how you deal with stress factors might be very different to the next person. And even the fact that your nervous system detects threats and danger differently to the next person will of course be important here. Because, as I mentioned earlier, Vata is really your nervous system in the body. Vata, let's say, controls the nervous system. The way you react to a threat in your surroundings is very different to the way someone else reacts to a threat because they might not read the threat. We have a sensitivity to vigilance that depends on how that vigilance came to be in the first place so speaking from a more psychological perspective let's say if you became very vigilant so if early on in life you learned to read subtle changes in your environment and that you were very sensitive to that because you knew that that could be a threat for you you would become someone that sometimes we would call hypervigilant, right? And from the Ayurvedic perspective, what we would see is that the vata dosha has been unstable since childhood and therefore begins to progressively develop dryness and irregularity in your system, which will weaken your immunity and therefore play out other things as well notably allowing for fire to spread more easily and therefore create pita imbalances, for instance. It can also, depending on your system, therefore, and all these other factors that I've uh, already spoken about, push on the kapha, which means that it might then translate into symptoms of a caffeine imbalance, but that might be More on the mental level, for instance, than on the physical. What I wanted to say with this today is that things are not so simplified as to say, I am a Vata person. And I want you to understand that because sometimes we just feel so overwhelmed trying to understand ourselves and trying to find the right cure or the right way of doing things. What works for one person might not work for you, and you need to take under consideration the uniqueness of your constitution and your life experience in order to understand what is right for you. Of course, this is why I developed my program, in order to help people to first and foremost understand their own constitution and then from that nourish, balance it out so that they become more resilient. The more nourished you are, the more balanced your system becomes and the more adaptive it becomes as well so that you can thrive. If you wish to be accompanied on this journey, then I would suggest that you get in touch with me straight away. You can simply book a consultation with me or you can also decide to sign up for the program. There's two versions of the program. I put together groups a couple of times a year and work on this in a group with people, which is very beneficial. But you might also prefer a more customized version of this, which I also do, and that happens at your own pace, and at your own time. You'll find my contact details in the show notes. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this podcast and this episode. I am very grateful. If you enjoyed this and you think that other people could enjoy this, please help me to spread the word. Share this episode on any channel that you have of social media or messaging. And even more so, I would really appreciate if you know one other person who might benefit from my words today specifically. Take that one minute it takes to simply share this episode with one person. Remember, that there's a human being on the other side of your phone of your ear pods of this microphone and i would love to hear your thoughts on what i've been talking about so please leave a comment send me a message directly if you wish this is charlotte this is me see you next time namaste Mm -hmm.